Your Space Coast vacation is preparing for liftoff. Start counting down now. 10, 9, 8, 7, it's time for a beach vacay that feels like heaven. 6, 5, 4, come explore Melbourne and the beaches. 3, 2, 1, it's time for some rocket-filled fun. Count down to your best beach vacation ever on Florida's Space Coast. Launch your planning now at visitspacecoast.com. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars Rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. It's time to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips. With instant nasal congestion relief for up to 12 hours, you can spend your time on your terms, not on your noses. Stuffy nose from outdoor allergens? No problem. We got you. Allergy season just turned into stripping season. Instant relief from nasal congestion anytime, anywhere. Need more convincing? Click the banner below and get a free sample. Breathe Right. Get your strip on. Use as directed. I'm Dr. Fiona Lovely, and this is the Not Your Mother's Menopause podcast. I'm taking the taboos of menopause and perimenopause and bringing light to the dark. No bullshit, no shame. It's time for us to gain a new paradigm in female health, out with the old and in with the new, and I'm bringing fresh perspectives from someone in the arena. I've been practicing women's health for nearly 20 years, and I'm spilling the tea on what it means to live at midlife, knowing that the best is yet to come. I'm sharing my Gen X approach to living through this transition, sassy, a bit sweary, and always honest. Tactical tips and instantly usable information is my aim. I hope to make you laugh and that you learn something new that helps you embrace the change. Together, we bring power to the Perry. Onward to the podcast. Hello, hello to this frigid January. I'm Dr. Fiona Lovely. This is the Not Your Mother's Menopause podcast. I hope everyone had a relaxing holiday season. Uh, We're into the new year by... 10 days or so, and uh, hopefully into the swing of things. I've got some fantastic interviews coming up, including the one uh, I'm sharing with you today with Dr. Krista Coombs. Dr. Coombs is a doctor of traditional Chinese medicine and a certified functional medicine practitioner. And we recently had this fantastic conversation. And I realized when I was talking to her that this was the first time I had a Uh, traditional Chinese medicine doctor on the podcast. And so I asked her in our conversation to talk to the listeners and to educate me about what it means, what what traditional Chinese medicine is about and what it means to be a patient of a traditional Chinese medicine uh, doctor, not just acupuncture, but all of the things. So this is one of the things we talked about in this podcast. We spoke about connection, the illusion of separation um, that we suffer from as human beings. Um, And really, I brought her on as an expert of autoimmunity and specifically uh, autoimmune thyroid disorder, what's called Hashimoto's thyroiditis. So we talked at length about the symptoms of uh, Hashi's. Uh, Dr. Coombs shared her own experience of as someone who has experienced Hashimoto's thyroiditis. Um, and, you know, what's involved in Hashi's, what the progression of autoimmunity can be like. This does get a little sciencey from time to time, but, you know, I think that's okay. If it's not for you, then you could just skip that part, but there's such great and juicy information that Dr. Coombs shared uh, with me in this conversation. We talk about um, the Epstein-Barr virus and herpes and how it can be involved in uh, Hashimoto's. Also, the importance of food, community, 
and mindset. Ah, some of my favorite things to talk about. So I know you'll get a lot out of this conversation, but uh, please give me a moment to share Dr. Krista Coombs' bio. Dr. Krista Coombs lives in Canada and works with patients in person and virtually from all over the world. She has been practicing Chinese medicine for over two decades, and in the last decade has also integrated functional medicine into her practice, elevating her ability to help patients regain their health and to truly thrive despite debilitating diagnoses. Through her own experience learning to manage a complex immune condition, which is Hashimoto's thyroiditis, she eventually realized the need for reverence around the fundamentals for health Ensuring the fundamentals are being mastered is crucial to do either before or at least while digging deeper for answers using fancy testing while including supplements and medication. She has seen for herself and hundreds of patients how the renewed focus on foundations reduces the need for more complex treatment strategies, all giving the power back to the patient to direct their lives and increase their health span. You can find out more about our speaker today at drkristacoombs.com and I will include that link in the show notes for you. So before you get a chance to listen to this awesome episode uh, packed full of information for anybody who's curious about thyroid disorder or specifically Hashimoto's and certainly autoimmunity, uh, please take a moment and have a listen Uh, to the message from our sponsor. It's time to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips. With instant nasal congestion relief for up to 12 hours, you can spend your time on your terms, not on your noses. Stuffy nose from outdoor allergens? No problem. We got you. Allergy season just turned into stripping season. Instant relief from nasal congestion anytime, anywhere. Need more convincing? Click the banner below and get a free sample. Breathe Right. Get your strip on. Use as directed. Okay, I'm so excited today to bring to you Dr. Krista Coombs. She's a doctor of traditional Chinese medicine and a certified functional medicine practitioner. And oh, by the way, I'm Dr. Fiona Lovely, and this is the Not Your Mother's Menopause podcast. So, Dr. Coombs, welcome to hey, the podcast. It's such a pleasure. <laughs> I've been so anxious. Like, I've been waiting months to talk to you, maybe a year. Like, seriously, thank you. This is going to be so great. Bless you. And I understand that you're a fan of the podcast. Um, absolutely. I've been listening to, I've listened, I don't know how many, probably, maybe even close to all of them. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. I so appreciate that. You know, when I started the podcast in 2016, I had no idea mm-hmm. what was going to happen. I didn't really even know about podcasting, so mm-hmm. it was quite a fascinating time. But I love hearing stories of women like you who have been touched somehow by the podcast. That makes all the difference in the world. So I thank you deeply from the bottom of my heart for being a listener. You bet. It's my pleasure. It's, it's, it, you're very good. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I think it's just growing up watching Oprah interview really interesting people. <laughs> That's a good Anyways, to have. Yep. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So you just said to me, we are empowered women, empowering women, and I love it. Yes, thank you. Say more. I have a mission, and I think it's maybe more of a vision or a dream that that I've kind of cultivated over the last, you know, over two decades in medical field. And I watch women, myself, kind of get gaslit on a regular basis by the medical industry and and each other, and you know, uh, just society regardless of where they're from, but certainly here in North America. And, uh, you know, working with women uh, with really complex conditions, especially when they get into midlife and all the hormones kind of, they go into second puberty, we see a lot of things show up and they don't have the skill set. They don't have the self-love. They don't have even a sense of worthiness or a lack of putting everybody before themselves. So they come into this with such empty cups instead of filling their cup and pouring from the overflow. So I, I just thought, why are we not feeling that, cultivating that sense of empowerment so that we can have a legacy of then supporting everybody around us with our energy being elevated so that it, it continues to help their kids, their partners, 
their kids, their kids learn something different and it goes on and on and on. So it's generational. So anything that these women today can cultivate that is uh, uh, gaining back that sense of power and that ownership of just their true worthiness. Ultimately, when you do that, it makes everything else easier to do, if, especially if you're sick. It makes you choose to drink your water or it makes you choose to, right? It makes you mm-hmm. choose to uh, go to bed earlier. It makes you choose to maybe limit your social time to people who really too do understand and value and you connect with and get rid of the rest. Or it makes you choose how to eat appropriately for the body you have and the body you want to continue to have and, ha- and, and you know, age youthfully. So I, I think community and it's a legacy of when you get empowered and you're empowering others. So empowered women, empowering women to heal by design is like, that feels just, to me, I get tingles because I just think that's such a powerful dream to have. And everybody gets to participate. It's not just my dream. It's like, what woman would hear that and go, I don't need to be empowered. I'll let everybody step all over me. Yeah, no, no woman, no woman would say that. A man might say it sometimes, (laughs) but a woman would never say it ever, ever, Mm -hmm. ever. She would resonate and she'd probably cry if she wasn't doing it. So Mm -hmm. I think that is where we need to heal because then the rest of the physical healing just follows suit. I really do believe that. And I've seen it over and over and over as I've transitioned my practice from being very, my Chinese medicine is very holistic, but it's still easy to get caught up in the mechanistic application of it because that's the that's the conditioning we have in our culture it, that's the way it is and people expect that and to make a living people want to have some of the same so to attract you know so I, I kind of got caught up in that and then in functional medicine of course it's still western mm-hmm. uh, and it and it can become mechanistic mm-hmm. I don't know if I really use it that way but when I started going from oh what are we finding on blood work not like mostly to well, what is she thinking about herself? How the heck did she get here? What's the, I mean, I, everybody talks about trauma, but it's not always just the big T trauma. Mm-hmm. It's what are the beliefs? What are those memes? What are those conditioned anchors that keep us living in the past and, and not truly seeing our gifts? And when that started to get shifted and, and the way I coach patients, uh, just became other uh, blood works change it changes like mm-hmm. we don't have to even do as much testing because their symptoms are starting to go away because they're having they're developing or cultivating new habits of thought to make them make different choices and then that goes to their kids that goes to their husbands that goes to their wives that goes to mm-hmm. just friends it goes to there's just a, a different joy a, a different vibration of energy wow hey like yeah it's great uh, you know it's not flippant it's true empowerment and it's absolutely true. I see it in my practice too. And it's uh, it's interesting for those of us that have been practicing a while, like you, we've been both been in practice about 20 years. Um, the change in how we looked at patient care from the beginning versus now, Oof. it's super masculine at the beginning, isn't it? Like Very. it's that mechanistic thing you were talking about. And then there's like over time and probably with our own, I'm going to ask a rude question now. What's your birth year? Uh, uh, 72. Okay. And I'm 73. So you and I are the same era. Okay. Very, very. Yes, we are. And also you look fabulous. I'll have what you're having. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. Ditto. Thank you. I I say it's the lighting. Yeah, well, the, listen, Barbara Walters had that nailed. She knew, even when she was in her 70s and 80s, she knew how to get her lighting just right. It does make a huge difference. <laughs> Anyways, so when we started our practice, it was that very like, okay, we've got to follow these rules. And that's part of our training, right, is we're, is is education, professional education is so... Um, is so mechanistic. It has to be because we have to learn sort of the frameworks. Mm -hmm. And then over time, there's more of the feminine that seeps in. There's more of that. For me, anyways, this is true. There's more of that intuitive knowing when a woman walks towards me in the, in the waiting room, I can, or we approach. You don't even have to talk. No, no, you, I can see it. Like I actually said to my husband recently, I said, I can see the trauma walking in. 
Now, I may not know what kind it is. And let's be clear, we all have traumas. And so it's not a judgment or anything. It's just a, there's something there. We need to get in and we need to find that nidus and pull it out because that's the disease. And of course, that's what functional medicine does. It looks for the root cause. Or causes. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, just getting to the bottom of that. But something else I want to say about, you know, what you were just talking about, the empowered woman, we have to remember And this may be the first time that some of my listeners have heard this, but even though women were the centerpiece of the communities, whether it was agricultural communities or more urban communities as we got further along in our history, that our magic, our technologies, our intuition was taken away from us. It was part of a power play Mm-hmm. to start to program society away from mm-hmm. the divine feminine. And what we're ultimately talking about here is that empowered woman is a woman who understands our body is the creation space. Mm-hmm. So even if it's not babies we're making, then what are we making? And I think that's part of the empowerment. What do I you think? Agree. Oh, I agree. I absolutely agree. I, I, I never had kids. I wasn't able to. And, um, and when I found out why I wasn't able to, I was a little older. And so I, I, I help other people have babies now. I got a big wall of babies. But, um, I love it. But I do create. And mm-hmm. I try to create through others as well. And because we're not alone on this planet, we are all connected. You, you, you literally, it's an impossibility to be alone. You might be in your house alone, but it's an impossibility. There is always connection and regardless of what you want. So... Uh, I believe, yeah, like we're all creating through each other. And, um, you know, when we talk about feminine energy and versus masculine energy, I'm not talking just man or woman either, right? Neither are you. We're no. talking about most kind of the yin-yang of existence and that they both must have each other in order to exist. And they all ease and flow into each other. But if you get caught up in one side, you're going to burn out. You get caught up in too much yin and are too fluid you're going to not thrive you you get too young and too energetic and too caught up in that masculine it doesn't flow and so you have that flow with the yin yang and that that is how you create with my favorite word is easy but that that's how you create with with ease mm-hmm. that's where your life becomes elf easy lucrative and fun you're just flowing within <laughs> both Love of those that. <laughs> isn't that's that a bad and it's perfect for this time of year but oh, yeah. Joe, Joe Polish, who is one of my favorite people in space, he's all about what's in it for them. You know, how are you giving back to them? Always be in a giving situation because, of course, it never just goes one way. <laughs> it's that yin-yang cycle. And he talks about having an easy, lucrative, and fun life. You can have an elf life or you can have a half life. Half is hard, annoying, lame, and frustrating. Wow. Right? Like, like doing laundry for me is... With half. So Jason, my partner, has been doing the laundry without me saying anything. It's like Unagi from Friends. Yeah. He's a, he does um, the laundry for the almost a year. January will be a year. Nice. I haven't done one bit of laundry. I mean, I've folded laundry, but I haven't done the laundry. And I think it's because I just said, oh, it's half. It is a half thing. I want elf. Easy, lucrative, and fun. I like it. Yeah, I like it a that's, lot. That's empowering. <laughs> I'd say, I'd say, well, I'd love to hear what, you know, kind of, you would actually be, let me think if this is true, uh, you are going to be the first uh, uh, traditional Chinese medicine doctor we've had on the podcast. Yeah, I don't think you had anybody. I don't think so either. So can you give us kind of like the quick and dirty on what it means, what what traditional Chinese medicine is about? Gosh, I did it. It was a four-year program back in the day when I did it. It's, I think it's five now to become a doctor of Chinese medicine. So yeah, I'm a doctor of traditional Chinese medicine. So it's, it includes acupuncture, which is, you know, a few thousand years old as a discipline. Uh, and it's, it, but it also includes herbology, it includes coaching, it includes, you know, diet therapy. It's pretty complex. Um, I think the, the basic tenets would be that yin-yang flow. We're looking for that holism. We're looking for that connection. You're looking for how things move in your body and are connected to each other so you want unimpeded flow so that you're healthy you know nobody defines health in 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 our space they really don't 
We talk about illness all the time, and everybody's familiar with what a symptom is, but they don't necessarily know what that means. But in Chinese medicine, we look at it as how do we have everything flowing? I mean, flow is beautiful. How do we get everything flowing in a, in a more easy, natural uh, movement, which is your energy, which can be anything about you is energy, different types of qi. And if you have an impediment, how do we unblock that? So Chinese medicine uses acupuncture or acupressure, but specifically acupressure, acupuncture, excuse me, to unclog those pathways. And it's, I always explain it as we're just like allowing the body to start to do what it naturally wants to do. And you do that repetitively and you create these new body habits, I call them, and that your body just starts to thrive in a way that you, you didn't have to consciously think about other than you got to get to your appointment. <laughs> uh, and, and it could be really rapid. And, um, but that's Chinese, that's a kind of one of the tenets of, of Chinese medicine is that holism, that whatever you're doing from the environment is going to influence how that flow happens in your particular vessel. And yes, you can be born with your vessel's genetics. They didn't talk about it like that back then. It was, it was Jing. It's what you're born with. But that's not all that influences you. Everything you do influences you. So I love, I love those concepts. I mean, there's other concepts within Chinese medicine. It's certainly a complex uh, medicine. Um, but in a nutshell, I feel, you know, that's kind of one way to have a, an appreciation for the for the the fundamentalist the fundamentals of Chinese medicine, and to layer that then with some of the really cool science that we have today, which, I mean, you, you can't not love that. Mm-hmm. Science is amazing. I mean, mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's truly amazing. And considering the millions of papers out there and all the research that's been done, and we still don't understand our bodies, imagine the complexity. But if you can look at it and say, everything that I... I say this to patients all the time, Fiona. If you have a lot of symptoms... I mean, I try to keep it simple. If you have a lot of symptoms or any symptoms, then realistically sit with yourself and say, that means the environment I keep putting myself in is not in alignment with the body that I currently have and would like to have. So if you truly do see yourself as worthy and you're working on that and you want to have a different life, you have to change what your inputs are. And your inputs are, and Chinese medicine talks about this too, but your inputs are everything you put in your face right? Everything you put in your ears, everything you put in your eyes, whoever you surround yourself with, anything you put on your skin, that's your environment. And not just, not just, you know, well, it's the air you breathe too, but but people always think, oh, it's just the food. No, it's all of it. And if you start making even micro steps in different choices, even a one degree change in the trajectory of your your current path is going to lead you eventually somewhere really, really different, divergent from where you were going. Mm -hmm. Imagine if you do a 20 degree change or an 80 degree change or something like that. I mean, that's life, completely life altering. And you can go in a negative direction or you can go in a positive one. So I always say, take a, a real honest look, an audit, like a life audit, find where you would like to be. And if you have a you have a destination. All you need to do is say, what are the inputs? You don't even need a geek like us for that. Mm-hmm. And, it, and, and in fact, if you do that stuff, <clears throat> I say this all the time, if you do that stuff yourself, which is, I mean, free, mm-hmm. um, you, if whatever's left over, then you come to a, a nerdy geek like us and you say, and then we're like, oh, you drink your water? You do already? Oh my God! You drink two liters a day. (laughs) This is a gift from the universe. Yeah. Now I get to geek out really, and we can like dial it right in, and that is so fun. That is like worth all the training that you and I have done. You know, for Mm -hmm. just because we love it. Mm -hmm. Um, But all they have to do is just change those, tweak those things, and and honestly, that holistic approach that is, in my opinion, the best of Chinese medicine. And I've taken that and, and kind of expanded or included, I guess, mm-hmm. the, the Western science so that I think that makes it a little easier for me than some people who get into functional medicine uh, who are already in that Western medical space. 
because they don't come from a holistic, everything kind of flows together. All systems are related. Mm-hmm. They're very mechanistic and it's very yep. difficult to go to that holistic realm. Whereas I came from that holistic place. You're, mm-hmm. you're very similar. You come mm-hmm. to that from a holistic place and I, and I lived it for so many years with patients. You just hone that intuition. You learn how to ground. You learn how to kind of move with things. And then it was just easy then to layer it with all these other cool things. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that, that's fun. That's Chinese medicine for me. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I love it. it. It's okay. It's so good because it, it helps me understand it too. You know, I do refer patients for Chinese medicine, but probably not as often as I could because to be honest with you, I'm not sure I understand it or people, I try to make the recommendation and people go, I don't like needles. But, you know, most people don't even feel them. Like, I can put in... I, I do practice a little differently than the way I was trained, uh, to be honest. And we're not all diff- we're all, not all the same. Just like not all chiropractors, not all oh, yeah. are the same, yeah, right? Yeah, it's the art, right? It is an art. And I think the longer you're in it... I remember a, one of my doctors that uh, trained me at graduation day, he said, Christy, you're going to be a really good doctor. He says, but it's going to take you 10 years. <laughs> and you're like, what? But yeah, I just like, finished my education. Jeez. <laughs> I have to get yeah. and, and and but he said it takes a while to become really confident not cocky you're just you're cocky when you get out kind of mm-hmm. but you, you become really confident and you be you're like you where you you see somebody and you're just like I don't know if we need to talk but yeah. I'll talk so that you can understand and and make the decisions but um yeah I I think that I don't even know where I was going with that but it's okay <laughs> It's okay. I want to say something to you that your conversation about TCM made me think of. In chiropractic, we have these sayings, and one of them is, health needs no help, just no interference. The body, and so that is perfect for Chinese medicine. Yeah. In fact, it's perfect for acupuncture. because, And, and even chiropractic, like the way I, what I know of it. It's perfect, though, for acupuncture because we're looking to get rid of that interference. So we put people in a real relaxed state. 90% of my patients sleep on the table. They don't mm-hmm. think they're going to, but they do. Mm-hmm. I wake up people snoring all the time. <laughs> it's got 30, 40 needles in. Like, they don't even know. And nobody rolls over. It's very pleasant. The beds are heated. We use a heat lamp. It's, it's magnificent. Mm-hmm. But you want to have unimpeded movement of the energetics in the body. And when that happens, the body goes, I'm pretty dang smart. Mm-hmm. Right? That's right. Like I want to live here. Like I'm in, I'm in relationship, complete connection with this environment. I need to be able to thrive here because I want to survive. And so if you just allow miss, I think it's going to be my word for the year. If you yeah. just allow mm-hmm. the body to, to exist in its natural state and unimpeded as much as possible, which is why meditation really works if you do it regularly. It's why breath work can really help because it really opens up the body. I, I encourage patients to do that while they're having acupuncture, both. And so when, when you start doing that fast, the body just, mm-hmm. you don't need the next supplement. You don't, you usually That's don't even right. need a med. You're like, you, you just start making better decisions. Yes. So that's well, brilliant. What I think is really important to remember is that when we're talking about this interference or inputs, is that we have a culture that says if a little bit is good, a lot must be really good. First of yeah. all, that's a problem. Right. And what I try to encourage my own patients is that we've got this mindset that we are missing something. We need to add more. We need to add more stuff. In fact, I was just talking to my staff uh, at the clinic just before we got on the call um, for a patient I saw yesterday who just wanted all the things. He wanted the laser and he wanted the shockwave and he wanted the massage. And I'm like, okay, dude, slow down. You need to, but it's not, it's not better yet. I get it. But the laws of the universe say you need to rest and let your body heal. It takes time. You can't just keep piling on more and more and expect all of a sudden your body's going to be okay. It doesn't work that way. And again, mechanistic, masculine, feminine, intuitive. Just allow it to flow. Start taking. I'm not going to be the reason for all that extra interference. It's not going to be me. <laughs> you could probably yeah, find you know, it we also believe We also believe that we have been trained to believe I can condition that we need an external source to fix us. Yes. And that's like one of my least favorite words because it doesn't really, Mm-mm. certainly doesn't apply to the body. This is not body. how health happens. Well, 
Yeah, it 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 it's yeah, it it just it can't it can't happen. It's like saying something is perfect. It, perfection is Oh, it's like normal. It doesn't exist. It, well, it doesn't exist. <laughs> it's a, it's a it's a it's a myth. Yes, I agree. And now fixing listen. is also a myth. And but we're conditioned yeah. to think that we need somebody external to do the fixing, and he's seeing you as that external person plus your tools as the external things instead of even knowing that he could make a change and he's not respecting Mm-mm. most people don't they they, the they want a quick fix and they're like yeah. i'm getting back to my old life well your old life got you where you're at if you don't yeah. start making those adjustments which might mean allowing might mean resting might mean changing your job might be ch- mm-hmm. like whatever that's right your partner like whatever yeah if you don't start making those real true assessments Shockwave isn't going to be the thing. Laser exactly. won't be the thing. I yeah. won't be the thing. You won't be the thing. Yeah. And they're going to keep tra- tra- chasing that weird dream yes. that they've been sold so that the powers that be can keep selling. Yeah. yeah. And I tell patients all the time, I'm trying to work myself out of a job with you. Yes. So I can make room for somebody else. That's and right. I often wonder, I got to maybe rephrase that, but <laughs> but I'm always making room for, for someone I get it. else. Right? I get it. I get yeah, it. Absolutely. Because we're told, oh, you want the lifetime member. You want the lifetime. No. Right? This and is I go, not Costco. What? Come on. Yes, this is I not go, Costco. No. <laughs> it, it, I love my Costco. Like, let me be clear. <laughs> well, if they, if they drop in to do a video with you or they drop in yeah. to do a workshop, sure. But if yeah. they're coming to see you all the time and you're like, holy crap. And more like, and more you, therapies yeah. on top. It's like, stop. No, My I don't job make is, money like that. No. Yeah, exactly. I feel it's the same way. It's not empowering at all. Yeah. And it's, unfortunately, it's there are practitioners that will do that, Most right? Times. It's just like when you see uh, one of my my guilty pleasures. Oh man, this is a fun conversation. We haven't talked about menopause yet. Anyways, one of my guilty pleasures is I love watching the plastic surgery TV shows where people are botched and then they get fixed, right? And I'm always, my husband and I are watching these things. Never when you're eating, by the way. I just want to make a tip for everybody. Do not be eating <laughs> when watching. This is gross, right? They do show the surgeries. I'm, I'm always shocked that there is a surgeon willing to do these completely absurd modification surgeries. Like modify your body. If that makes you happy, I have no issue with that. That's not my judgment is not my job. However, here I am about to judge the surgeons that are happy to take your tens of thousands of dollars because they know very well you get on street. So you'll always find someone that potentially is unscrupulous, right? But it's a matter of, I I always say to patients, like, don't listen to what I'm saying as the gospel. Check Mm -hmm. in with yourself when I'm talking. Does it sound like BS? Then flush the toilet, I'm gone. That's right. It has to resonate. Next guy. It It has has to to resonate. Absolutely, it does. Okay. This is a podcast about menopause. So let's talk about that. So I would love to hear, as a practitioner of women in midlife and a woman who is in her own perimenopause, by the sounds of it. I'm in menopause. You're in menopause. Okay. Very good. You got the meno. So um, I'm so jealous. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly, I'm not there yet. I have to say, it is lovely. Yeah. It, it, uh, tell us more about that. Because we don't talk about that enough. Uh, no, because we're always talking about, oh, the hot flash, or what pill do I take, or which herb do I take, or, you know, do I go on a medication, do I go on a birth control pill, blah. You're supposed to go through peri- perimenopause. It is a rite of passage. If you make it this long, wow, what a privilege. Not everybody gets to. So please, one, I'm not trying to make you feel bad, but own it. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. There you go. You're good with those. That's really great. I love that. Um, I'm going to have to say that today. But you guys, you said a good, a good few whoppers there already. I got to write them all down. I love that kind of stuff because yeah. it's powerful. It really hits the brain, right? Hits the heart. Oh, I've got one for you. So okay. when patients are in the, in the, if a little bit is good, a lot is really good. This is what I say to them. It's not boobies or beer. More <laughs> is not better. <laughs> Even if it's a woman, uh, like a heterosexual woman, she gets it, right? She gets what I'm trying to say. Uh, it's so good. necessarily better. Please go on. Uh, so, so good. But, you know, we're supposed to go through it, right? And so it's, life is not meant, you're not supposed to just have an easy life. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to have a, an adventurous life. It's not a straight line up the mountain or down the mountain, however you want to put it. It is wiggly and all over the place, and, and this is part of it. And it is a rite of passage. It is like 
going through a really dark tunnel to get to the other side to keep climbing the mountain. It is part of the path. And it doesn't have to be traumatic. It can be, and it often seems to be. And sometimes women I meet, they're just like blindsided going into it. And you're like, you didn't realize it was going to happen? I've met people like that. And then you're going, let's get the blinders off. Because like yeah. life is passing you by. Feel it. Get, acknowledge it. And when you're having a hot flash, say thank you. It's, I'm, I'm, it's something I'm, I'm not paying attention to. I need to maybe take better care of my body so it's not as dramatic. So that I can ease through this with more grace, get to the other side, and I'm telling you, the other side is brilliant. If you're do doing the work. For those who embrace the impossible, the Defender 110 is up for the adventure. This iconic vehicle has been redefined with a modern design that lets you go further and do more. The exterior is reimagined with compelling proportions and precise detailing, complemented by an interior built with integrity. The Defender capability is legendary. Whether you're facing off-road challenges or harsh weather conditions, its durability has been tested to the extreme. Powerful innovations like the intuitive driver display and award-winning infotainment system keep you connected. Innovative camera technologies deliver unobstructed views and effortless maneuvering. And robust cargo capacity means more room for your gear. Ready for a wide range of adventures, the Defender family features the two-door Defender 90, the Defender 110, and the Defender 130, which seats up to eight. To drive the Defender is to explore with greater confidence. Push what's possible with a vehicle made to go further. The Defender 110. Learn more at LandRoverUSA.com forward slash Defender. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars Rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. It's time to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips. With instant nasal congestion relief for up to 12 hours, you can spend your time on your terms, not on your noses. Stuffy nose from outdoor allergens? No problem. We got you. Allergy season just turned into stripping season. Instant relief from nasal congestion anytime, anywhere. Need more convincing? Click the banner below and get a free sample. Breathe Right. Get your strip on. Use as directed. When I was getting in my 30s, I wasn't doing the work. I didn't, I mean, I was in Chinese medicine and I was, but I was working all the time. And mm -hmm. it, you know, you get that, again, I guess it's, it's just how we're trained. Mm -hmm. you, you, you need to almost kill yourself to be of service to others. So I don't even say the word service anymore. I say I'm of contribution or I'm contributing, yeah. I'm influencing. Same. I don't like the word service because it means I'm a servant and I'm not taking care of myself. Mm -hmm. And I'm being taken advantage of, kind of. Mm -hmm. So I just go, I wasn't doing that and I got myself pretty sick. And by my early 40s, I was done. And that's where I got diagnosed. I, well, I had to force somebody. But anyways, I got diagnosed with Hashimoto's and had to change my life. But I was already in perimenopause. So the first few years were, were challenging now, until I kind of got into a rhythm. What does that mean? Hashies. Tell me what Hashies, hashies means. Yeah. Hashimoto's. Yeah. Oh, the autoimmune thyroid, one of the autoimmune thyroid diseases. So it's, you know, by the time you, uh, by the time you need medication, so by the time a doctor says, oh, you have hypothyroidism, and they say, we need to put you on a, a thyroid hormone like levothyroxine, synthroid, whatever they're putting you on, that means that 97% of the time, a huge part of your thyroid has been destroyed by your immune system. And so that's an autoimmune condition. That's a Hashimoto's thyroiditis. Now, I would argue that, I mean, I've met... I don't know how many women who have been diagnosed with hypothyroidism didn't know it was Hashimoto's because the docs don't tell you because they have nothing for you in the nope. mainstream. They say, we're just watching your thyroid as it gets destroyed. They don't even tell you that, but it's as it's getting destroyed. So you need more medication. Yeah. Otherwise, if you don't have the medication, you will die. Yes. So it, it's an, it's an, it's an essential. You can't just say, well, I don't want to take medication. It's uh, you, you will die. You might be able to decrease it if you change your lifestyle, but that's about it. So by the time I was 42, that's when I started becoming hypothyroid, showing up on paper, you know, in blood work. But I was having symptoms for years, up and down, up and down. And I wasn't, 
I just was like this. I said, I am just working. I'm looking after others. That's just what I'm doing. And I didn't connect. And, and gosh, I wish I had. Because maybe my adrenals wouldn't have been so overburdened and like the stress to my brain. I, everything was just off. And then when I found out, I just changed everything. And I'm really grateful. I swear to you, I genuinely am so grateful that I knew enough to, te- to ask for the testing. And I knew enough to not listen to my physicians when they said, gluten-free, that's not going to do anything. And I go, I know that's not the reason for it, but it is going to have a big impact. And so I started with that and dairy-free, and within a week, I was a different person. I swear to you, mm-hmm. there was I wasn't crying all the time. I lost about 10 pounds I, um, in a week, mm-hmm. which is, you know, how much inflammation, right? I, uh, yeah. I was... I could put my sentences together. I was stumbling yes. over words constantly. And I was like, oh my God, like, how am I going to practice? How am I going to learn? Am I going to dementia already at 42? Mm-hmm. And it, it allowed me to go through perimenopause with way, 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 way more grace. Mm-hmm. I still felt it. Mm-hmm. I still had the highs of estrogen sometimes. And then I did a bit of BHRT. I did some Prometrium mm-hmm. compounded progesterone, which was one of the best things I ever did. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it completely helped with the autoimmune process too, because yes. it's inflammatory. Yes, which I know you talk about. Yes, you just did a podcast about that. <laughs> I did. <laughs> you did. You were talking about progesterone. Well, a while ago, it was on the progesterone being anti-inflammatory, yeah. I think. But yeah. you did some stuff on estrogen, progesterone. It was really good. Thank you. And and you know, women should find value in learning that it's the fundamentals of how your body's working. You don't have to become a geek like us to be able to be impactful and empowered. You just have to be able to know enough to make better choices that are in alignment with what your, your system is telling you. This vessel is always talking to you. Yeah. What were your symptoms of hashies? Oh my God. So, you know, you can have antibody levels that are really quite elevated, indicating Hashimoto's for seven to 10 years before you even need medication. So you're getting active flares of attack on the thyroid gland. Well, not just the gland, but the gland gets damaged. So the thyroid gland gets damaged because of elements that are being attacked by your immune system, depending on how aggressive your immune system is. And so you can have that going on in spurts from different flares, like a trauma or like a, you know, you're studying for an exam and you're like stressed out or you break up with a, a partner or whatever. And so all these things in your environment are you triggering you and you're having these flares. And that can be going on for years. So I would go through bouts of major depression to the point where, you know, docs would want to give me medications and I never really wanted that, but I didn't know an alternative because I thought, I thought there was something wrong with me, like the, the, the real me instead of recognizing that I wasn't in alignment with my life. Like I wasn't, my body was telling me stuff, but I would go through big bouts of depression. And then I come out of it almost like manic. I mean, I wasn't manic, but I was like, ah, like free of the shackles of depression. I'm like, okay, now let's get into life again. All while trying to handle a very busy life with with business. And And you recognize now, you set that up. Right. I, I still, I set up everything. <laughs> I set up all the good stuff too. So I'm, yes, I'm there you know, go. I, and I own it. I, I don't blame anybody. I did in the years ago. I mean, I was very angry, but I don't, I mean, I have yeah. none of that. So that's gone. And that went through perimenopause. Mm-hmm. Like I did a lot of work, yeah. but I gained a lot of weight and then I'd lose weight and I gain weight and I'd lose weight. And I'm like, what the hell? Like I'm like eating normal, like, like everybody else around me, which is unfortunately normal is not healthy, mm-hmm. but, but you know, and it's so lots of symptoms, but when I got into perimenopause, for sure, for sure, I was when I was at my worst, I was I was uh, about seventy pounds overweight, which was on my I'm at five two, not even, and I'm like supposed to be really my hands are super small, <laughs> like I'm supposed to be like petite, and and uh, you know I wasn't, and that didn't really bother me all that much. I, like it bothered me, but it didn't. Like I was like I'm not motivated to change because I'm too busy, you know. And and then uh, I started getting really weepy. All of a sudden, I couldn't. I, mean, I could barely get out of bed, and it was like ten. I, I started work at ten, and then you think, oh, like you got the morning to work out, have a good breakfast or whatever. No, I would be like comatose and really achy all the time. And I mean, I had just started this new clinic here in Lethbridge at like six months prior to being diagnosed 
And I was like really working hard trying to build a practice again, like over again. That's you know? not an accident. Those two things happen together. Of course you know? it isn't. Yeah. Yeah. Of course yeah. it isn't. That was like that extra thing that broke the camel. You know, that's a terrible saying, but that's what it was. It was the tipping point. And yeah, couldn't I was weepy, crying all the time. And the thing that actually made me go and force a physician to test me, because I really did have to push him to do so, uh, now I would never do that. I would, I would just go to somebody else. But like that, that was that then. Um, I couldn't put a sentence together. I just was stumble over almost every word in a sentence. And when my brain started to get dysfunctional like that, I thought, I live here mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. And I really value mm-hmm. my creativity and brain and play. And I, I, I love that. And so that, not the rest of it, is what propelled me to, ch- to do the change. So you have to find what propels you to change because there's going to be something. Mm-hmm. I wish I didn't have to get to that level of illness to change. And then everything changed. It mm-hmm. got better until, you know, you have more flares and then you have to learn how to kind of create your own personalized first aid kit to be able to handle a flare when they show up or to prevent one. I eat differently now before I maybe get my teeth cleaned or I... You know, I or if I'm going on a trip, I'll eat a little differently. Uh, I might take a few extra supplements just so I can handle the the, the inevitable flaring that's going to happen. So I can handle, I can kind of kind of surf through life with a lot more ease. Mm. It's really nice, uh, but the symptoms were brutal. And you know, there was a test. Are you familiar? You are. I know you are uh, with Cyrex Labs. Of course. All right, with Johnny. I mean, yeah. the teas, right? Yeah. I love the stuff. And back in the day, I did some evaluation of antibodies against 24 different tissues. And I want to see what's brewing for me. Mm-hmm. And I saw antibodies against myelin basic protein, which indicated that maybe I was pretty high risk for MS. And I said, screw that. Yes. Ain't happening. Yeah. I'm not going to let that be a, a death sentence, or not a death sentence, but a, like an inevitability, because mm-hmm. it isn't. Mm-hmm. Nothing is inevitable Mm-mm. other than you're going to die, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe it isn't death. <laughs> and so... There's another story. But um, yeah, so I just, then I really dug in and made a lot of changes and it made perimenopause. When I look at my mother and how she went through it, and I know this is not your mother's part, your menopause. Yes. Uh, when I saw how she went through it, I said, no. Exactly. No, yeah. I'm good. I'm, gonna, I'm going to really listen to myself and see what else I can do. And so I did a lot of supports that weren't in a bottle. Yes. Right? I did. That's the important stuff. It is your habits. That's yeah. your and your beliefs indicate will dictate what habits you create. So I had to start dealing with a lot of the beliefs that were in my brain about what I was trying to do in my life and why was I stuck? Why was I struggling? Why was why do we have to struggle? We why don't. can't you just go, yeah, you don't. It's so, a choice. Yes. But that's a belief that yes. it's a choice to struggle. And so I said, well, how can I, you know, and I started all these really cool meditations that I do with myself and that would be a fun conversation. I would love mm-hmm. to talk to you about Fiona. Mm-hmm. But that is what really elevated things. Mm-hmm. So the science helped for sure. Mm-hmm. Knowing that others go through it. Did, Isabella Wentz was like my hero at that time mm-hmm. because to me, she's the mother of Hashimoto's. She just made it mainstream that you could do things. Yeah. Yeah, I love that yep. woman. And She's so, got a couple of books, so if you're listening and you're three. interested, yep, please go and look her up. Isabella Wentz is her name. She's a pharmacist. Yeah, Hashimoto's food pharmacology would change anybody's life if they have hypothyroidism, because almost always it is autoimmune, nearly yes. 100% of the time. So tell us what it means. What does autoimmunity mean? Mm, that's a great question. It's like <laughs> saying, what is health? Because uh, most people don't really know, and I, I would question, I would say a lot of doctors don't really know how to answer that so the immune system is like my favorite thing to to think about (laughs) in science autoimmunity is when your immune so your immune system is like a like a really impressive orchestra or or a lot of people talk about it like a like a like a an army I, i find that really aggressive but i guess it is and so it's always trying to protect you but it's also trying to help you heal it's not just for protection but it is for protection. And most of it lines mouth to bum. That's where most of it lives, 75 to 85% of it. And, you know, depending which research you look at, <laughs> and probably the people and your microbiome. So mm-hmm. most of it, so that immune system 
is very, very, very complex. But we'll simplify it and say that if it senses something that is foreign to your body that shouldn't be there, and it's in goes into full on I, I need to protect you mode because we want to survive, right? The body wants to survive. That's its, its instinct. It's going to try to attack that or will attack that. And what happens in these autoimmune conditions is it may it may do, attack, say, a virus or a particle of a piece of a peptide, a piece of protein from a food or a toxin from your food or maybe part of a parasite or a bacterium or something that is inside you, whether in your gut or inside systemically, and there's collateral damage. So in attacking that, some of your natural cells, your own body cells can get damaged in the process. Or it starts, you know, that's one way it can go, that it's thought. There are other ways, but you can also have um, where the body, something that you eat or imbibe could be, again, a toxin on your foods because we spray everything today. It could be something on your skin. Everything gets inside. It could be mercury. It could be another metal. If it attaches to a protein or something inside your body, your body then sees that your self cell with that addition could be even sugar. We call that glycation. So that looks like it becomes, it changes the shape of that protein in your body. Or dairy or gluten. Could be any of those things, right? Well, it's a piece of protein. People think toxins has to be something that has the little skull and crossbones on it. For those who embrace the impossible, the Defender 110 is up for the adventure. This iconic vehicle has been redefined with a modern design that lets you go further and do more. The exterior is reimagined with compelling proportions and precise detailing. Complemented by an interior built with integrity. The Defender capability is legendary. Whether you're facing off-road challenges or harsh weather conditions, its durability has been tested to the extreme. Powerful innovations like the intuitive driver display and award-winning infotainment system keep you connected. Innovative camera technologies deliver unobstructed views and effortless maneuvering. And robust cargo capacity means more room for your gear. Ready for a wide range of adventures, the Defender family features the two-door Defender 90, the Defender 110, and the Defender 130, which seats up to eight. To drive the Defender is to explore with greater confidence. Push what's possible with a vehicle made to go further. The Defender 110. Learn more at LandRoverUSA.com forward slash Defender. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars Rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. It's time to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips. With instant nasal congestion relief for up to 12 hours, you can spend your time on your terms, not on your noses. Stuffy nose from outdoor allergens? No problem. We got you. Allergy season just turned into stripping season. Instant relief from nasal congestion anytime, anywhere. Need more convincing? Click the banner below and get a free sample. Breathe Right. Get your strip on. Use as directed. So I wouldn't say that you know piece that a protein is a toxin, but I think that the body sees maybe an, a part of it. Like so, mm-hmm. a pet they call it a peptide, a part of the protein, right? So they see that and they say maybe that looks a lot like joint tissue, like a protein in your joints, then collagen, or maybe it looks like my, a piece of part of your myelin sheath of uh, surrounding nerves, or part of your cerebellum at the base of your brain, or your th- part of your thyroid, or some of the the, the protein or or enzymes in your thyroid. Whatever it is, I mean, it could be any tissue, and if it's if it makes that connection that it looks like it, we call that mimicry. Mm-hmm. If it looks like it, it, anytime it sees that protein, like that piece of gluten, and not full gluten, it's like a piece of it, and there's so many pieces you can have a, a reaction to, or it makes it has a piece of dairy protein, like casein, part of casein, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It could be any lectin from peas. It could be mm-hmm. peanuts. It could be anything. So if it look if it's if it looks similar and it's made that connection for whatever reason, I don't think there's a we will ever be able to predict that. But it's for whatever reason, it will also up level or create a, a, an uptick in the destruction capacity going through on throughout the body. So 
what we do is we remove those foods so you have less triggering events for the immune system to go, oh, we have to be on guard. Instead, the, 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 the scouts are out looking around for stuff. And if it doesn't see it, you're, the, the soldiers are just kind of hanging out. They're not doing a heck of a lot or, the, or energy is going into building other aspects of the immune system because you don't need them right now to go out and destroy whatever. So I think that keeps everything calm and that's one way to manage things, but you don't get over it. The immune system has a memory. Once it develops that memory, it's got a memory and it, it doesn't necessarily last for life. I think it depends on lots of factors and it does wane over, you know, as we get older and you maybe become less reactive, but you also don't heal as fast. So the immune system kind of starts to de decline, which is part mm -hmm. of senescence. Mm -hmm. But basically autoimmunity, basic, is something gets triggered that looks like your own tissue. And then the body attacks the tissue. And again, you know, for some people with Hashimoto's, one of the, the theories that I think is getting played out is, you know, a lot of people have the Epstein-Barr virus, which is, you know, mono, uh, and EB, we call it EBV. And so EBV loves to live in the thyroid. And if the immune system sees an active form of EBV, EBV, or if it's if it even is just being vigilant and and comes across that that retrovirus, then it can want to destroy it. And if it's destroying that, it's going to cause a lot of damage to the thyroid itself. And that alone may make the body go, "Ooh, those destroyed tissues, those destroyed proteins." That that's problem too, and it has to clean that up. The immune system cleans it up. It goes in and gobbles up damaged cells. If it then sees that also as part of like the EBV catastrophe, you might then have an active autoimmune response ongoing against the thyroid itself, and that perpetuates a decline. So anytime EBV becomes activated because it stays in you forever, it doesn't go away. It just lays. It just hides. Uh, not all viruses do that, apparently, but, but we're full of them, thousands of them. If it hides, it could be anywhere else, too, you could con conceivably have progression of autoimmunity. And so we call that, well, one, there's epitope spreading where you get that collateral damage and it looks then like other tissue and you start getting an immune response against that damaged tissue because it's trying to clean it up. And again, this starts to spread. When one person who has an autoimmune condition, like myself with Hashimoto's, the chances are very high that there's other autoimmunities brewing. So I always say to my patients, like, please don't freak out over that. Mm -hmm. I mean, That's I've got right. people, I mean, my case study for IFM was a, a lady that was diagnosed with five. Lupus was one of them. And we got her in remission for all of them. Mm -hmm. And so you just go by doing the same things because the same fundamentals, the same foundational things will help your body recover from all of that immune stuff because you can slow down the progression and you can start to heal. Well, and let's let's talk about the fact that the the, res, the resolution of yeah. autoimmunity is diet and lifestyle. It's not a pill. It, it, it Here's what I think at this point in my career at Fiona. I, I, I used to think it was just diet, mostly. I, I honestly did. Um, and I got that, I guess, and, and we, we evolve over time as practitioners sure. with what we learn and what we experience ourselves and with patients and whatever. I actually think the, the number one thing to help resolution of autoimmune management or disease or conditions, I don't like to use the word disease, is um, mindset. Yeah. How you, how you think of there it. There you go. Because they, like, when, so you change, when you it's change so your powerful. mind the things you choose to do in your day-to-day -day will change. So when those memes, those beliefs, whatever, which create your habits, which dictate what habits you're going to actually lean into as you go to, when they change, your habits change. And so it makes everything so much easier. I also do think there, I mean, I haven't experienced that fully myself yet, but I know like people like Joe Dispenza teach this and Tony Robbins, like they all do, you know, um, Greg Braden, the bigs, you know, mm -hmm. When, when you change your mind and you truly do connect with your ability, you really connect with your body, you integrate, and you really realize the power that it has, and you start, stop identifying as a person with a condition. Even a woman in menopause, even start if you say, I don't there. define myself as that, because I used to. 
Yeah. I used to say, oh, my Hashimoto's. Yep. No. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. But I did. I got people who go, my cancer. Oh, my yep. cancer's gone. Nope. I'm like... My anxiety, my insomnia, my vaginal dryness, my depression. Stop identifying with it. Stop right now. That's right. You (laughs) are not a condition. but And you're not just a collection of symptoms. You're a full body engaging in the environment. You're part of it. Mm -hmm. So realign and get your mind in the game because the mind is, is the absolute power. Last question that I ask everybody that comes on the podcast, you're probably prepared for it, uh, <laughs> which is, if you could go back to your younger self, what would you tell her? Gosh, I do this all the time. I do a meditation where I talk to my younger self uh, probably every day. And I also talk to my 100-year-old self every day. Um, I would say, no worries. You got to go through all this stuff, and it's no big deal. And this is the journey. Just enjoy the moments, even when it's tough. Say thank you. I hope you learned as much as I did listening to Dr. Coombs share her wisdom with us. So grateful. Thank you, Dr. Krista Coombs, for coming on the Not Your Mother's Menopause podcast. Until next time, ladies, you can find me on Facebook at Not Your Mother's Menopause podcast or on Instagram and TikTok at Dr. Fiona Lovely. As always, drop me a note if there's a topic you'd like me to cover or maybe even a guest you'd like me to connect with. I love hearing from you. So please reach out and until next time, have a fantastic day and take care of yourself. The views and nutritional advice expressed by Dr. Fiona Lovely are not intended to be a substitute for conventional medical service. If you have or suspect that you have a medical problem, promptly contact your health care provider. No information offered here should be interpreted as a diagnosis of any disease, nor an attempt to treat or prevent or cure any disease or condition. As with any new advice or program, you should always contact your health care provider prior to starting anything new. Thank you.